Okay, welcome to everybody. So we're continuing with Parak Yudchet, the 18th Parak of Mesila Isharim. And we're discussing the Midah of Chasidut, being pious, being extremely dedicated to serving Hashem. And what exactly is included in Chasidut? So, so far, we discussed what is not included in Chasidut. It is not involved excessive crying and uh, asking Hashem for things and confessions and bowing down and causing oneself pain or other arbitrary things which comes to a person's mind that they think that's called chassidut. Oh, that's a person who's very religious. Ramachal says that's not what it is. So what is it? So Ramachal says, It's a very, very deep matter to properly understand what is chassidut. And it's foundation it requires great wisdom. It is, it is founded on great wisdom. And a person has to fix his actions in a, in a very complete way. He's going to explain what this means. Anybody who, is, who has wisdom, who has understanding, he should, he should pursue this. Only somebody who's a chacham, who really understands what's going on, and will hopefully understand, explain that soon, He'll, he's the only one who will be able to acquire this midah of chasidut. Somebody who hasn't studied, somebody who's not knowledgeable, can't be a chasid. If you don't know what is required of one to do, what, what is required of us to do, so it's very hard to do more than what is required. You don't even know what is required. We first have to know the dinim, know the laws. And then we can sort of build off that, we can take... Uh, extrapolate, and that's what Ramchal is going to discuss this later, extrapolating from the mitzvot that exist, the extra things that we can do that we view as being Ritzon Hashem, the will of Hashem, in order to bring uh, Nachan Ruach, bring satisfaction to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, bring pleasure to HaKadosh Baruch So now we're going to explain. So now we're going to explain one by one, step by step, what is Chasidut. Hinei, behold. What's the root of Chasidut? What's, what's the phrase that the Chachamim tell us which perhaps sums up the entirety of what is Chasidut? So what the rabbis teach us. Fortune is the person who toils in Torah, puts in great effort into Torah study. He brings great satisfaction and pleasure to his Creator. So we see here that toil in Torah study, being very diligent, extending oneself, putting in a lot of effort in Torah study is the key to Chasidut. Both because that's how the person understands what Chasidut itself is, and also because a person better understands the dinim and better understands the laws, and we'll see, based on that, is able to better extrapolate, extract the applications of Chasidut, how to, go, how to do things in an even uh, more perfect, even a, a more excellent way. What does this mean? What's the matter? The mitzvah that the Jewish people have to do, they're well known. You open up any, uh, you open up your Chumash, your Shulchan Aruch, it tells you all the laws, tells you all the rules of what we have to do. And they're well known. Everybody knows that you have to do the mitzvah. Hashem created us, Hashem commanded us, Hashem commanded us. We have responsibilities, we know that. However, Somebody who loves his Creator with true love. It's not going to be enough for him 
to only fulfill the things that are well known and are everybody knows that they are obligated in those things. Asher al Yisrael b'chalal that apply to all the Jewish people. That's not going to be enough for him. Ela yikrelo el ben ohev aviv. So it will be for him. Right? It will happen to him like a son who loves his father. If a father were to reveal a little bit, he'll hint that there's something that he would that would make him happy, something that he would like. He likes a certain uh, food, likes a certain drink, he likes to go to a certain place. And he doesn't, he doesn't want to tell his son, he doesn't want to make his son feel pressured. He just hints to the son, you know, it would be nice, this would be nice, or I was there last week and it was really nice, I really enjoyed it. He doesn't want to ask his son straight out if he could take him there or if he could provide this and bring this for him. So the son's going to pick up on the hint and he's going to do it to the end. He's going to do it as much as he can. The father only said it once. He didn't even say it. He just hinted to it. He said half of it. He alluded to it. That's enough for the son to know where the father's mind is going. What, where the, what the preferences of the father are leaning. In order to do for his father, even the stuff that his father didn't explicitly tell him to do. Because he can figure out on his own that this thing will bring Nachar Ruach to his father, will bring much satisfaction and pleasure to his father. He's not going to wait for his father to be more explicit or to tell him to do it a second time. Right away, he'll do whatever the father asks. We see this all the time. Any people that love each other, they're close to their friends. Between a husband and a wife, between a father and a son. Whenever one party hints to the other that they want something, there's something that will make them happy. So then the, the son wants to do it right away. The husband wants to do it for his wife right away. This wife wants to do it for her husband. They want to make the other person happy. So they hear a hint that this is what they want. So then right away they want to do it. Even if the person didn't completely say it and they didn't, didn't even ask for it explicitly. This is the rule. Between any two parties that the love is very very strong, truly strong. He's not going to say, no, I didn't have to do more. They never told me to do more. They never asked me to do more. I'll just do whatever he tells me to do. I'm not interested in doing any more. But what does a person do? Somebody who loves somebody else, they see what that person tells them explicitly. So he tries to extrapolate, to extract, what can I figure out that this person wants? My father once told me the story about going to this place. My father told me once that he likes these types of foods. So let me try to figure out based on that, what else can I understand? What else can I do to help my father, make my father happy, make my wife happy, make my husband happy? What else can I do? What can I do that will make them satisfied, that will give them pleasure in this world? Okay, so Hashem, we're going to now start to apply this in the next year. We'll start to apply this to our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we'll see that just like anybody who loves somebody else, they're always looking to do more, even if they weren't told that explicitly. So too, people, when we love HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we want to do more, we look for things to do more. And Bajar Hashem will flesh out this nimshal, this application, this, this, um, this lesson, uh, Bajar Hashem, in the next year. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kol Tov.